You're listening to the Be Healthy Naturally podcast, episode number 28. Welcome to the best 20 minutes of natural health education and enlightenment on the web today. This is the Be Healthy Naturally podcast. Knowledge, empower, and elevate are the keys to living a happy, healthy life. With your hosts, often known as the Dynamic Duo, Dr. Shane Watt, a chiropractic physician, and Liz Watt, a holistic wellness expert. We bring our knowledge and education together to create a new way of thinking to elevate your life and your health. In order for you to live your best life, you have to elevate your learning. All right, we want to welcome Caleb Augett to the podcast today. Caleb is a health coach and a personal trainer. He helps people unlock their potential and optimize their performance by guiding them and identifying and improving areas of their life, affecting their health goals and performance. These are areas such as fitness, nutrition, sleep, and stress. Caleb helps individuals develop the skills, resources, and abilities necessary to create long-term results that last a lifetime. And when I talk about your bio and stuff, when you say long-term results that last a lifetime, I really think that that is the key to your health because a lot of people, they're on this you know, just quick fix thing. But if we need to actually do something that's going to create um, a lifelong result that lasts a lifetime. So Caleb, why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and why um, we asked you to be on the podcast today? Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me, first of all. And uh, I mean, you said it, what I do is I help people um, basically live the life that they want through help. Um, and so I own my own company called Embody Human Performance, and I'm a health coach. I'm a personal trainer. Uh, I work with people online as well as in person. Um, I work with athletes as well as general population. Do you have a physical uh, location or are you just basically online with people? Uh, I do a hybrid model. So my location is in Bluffdale, Utah, uh, but I also do online personal training as well as online health coaching using Zoom like we are right now. So you say you're a human performance coach. What is a human performance coach? Human performance is basically living life to its fullest potential. Um, so you reaching your full potential, whatever that looks like. And so my role as a human performance coach is to help you identify areas of your life affecting that performance and helping you improve those areas of your life. And how, what kind of strategies or what kind of things do you do for that? Well, I'll meet with clients one-on-one. Um, and it's a lot of what's called motivational interviewing. Basically I will talk them through uh, areas of their life and just get an idea of what's going on. So we mentioned at the very beginning areas like nutrition, stress, sleep, uh, and it's very holistic. So any area of their life that they feel would be affecting their performance and their long-term goals. Um, and then we'll dive deeper together into those areas and we'll build a storyline of areas that will be affecting other areas and affecting um, what they want to be happening in their life. And then it's my role to help them improve those areas through strategies such as stress management techniques, um, diet intervention, as well as helping them improve areas like sleep and even relationships. A lot of people don't realize how interconnected we are. And when we do work on one area, it affects all the other areas. But what happens a lot of times is when we are going through a health program or whatever, we're focused on just like food. 
and we're not focused on the stress management, like you said, or how to, you know, when all of a sudden you have this craving instead of being like, Oh, I have to think about, no, I can't have this kind of food. Then it's kind of like, okay, what are some of these techniques I can do to be able to put in place so I don't crave those foods or things like that? And so I think when we look at the overall about how everything affects everything, then we realize that when we're improving one area, we're also improving another area. So one of the things that, that I hear a lot, like when we, we get a lot of people that um, request like a booth or something like that at our, at our uh, conference, and they're like, I'm a health coach. I'm like, well, what do you do? Well, I'm a health coach. And I think there's a lot of misunderstanding about health coaches. And, it's, and I think there's a lot of not necessarily um, maybe some distrust because it's like, what have you done so that you qualify to be a health coach to be, able to, to be able to educate me or to help me? So kind of go through that a little bit. Yeah. So if I understand your question correctly, what qualifies me as a health coach? Yeah. Yeah. What qualifies someone? Because, you know, you hear these people say, I'm a life coach. It's like, well, just because your life has sucked and now it's doing better, what makes you a life coach? Or just because you have a good life, what makes you a life coach? But it's the same thing with, with health. So what, what do you have to do to be a health coach? A health coach has to have expertise in two main areas. And the first one is knowing what to do in order to improve one area of health or wellness. And so is, that example, like certification. is that certifications? Is that schooling? Yes. What? So give us a little bit about your background, your credentials, I guess, if you want to say. Yeah, of course. So I'm a certified nutrition coach through a company called Precision Nutrition. Um, and so it has an emphasis in nutrition, but they also understand that nutrition happens in context. So they do talk about uh, taking a holistic approach and especially the psychology behind the behaviors that affect your health. And then as well as through the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, which takes an extremely holistic approach um, and they use the mind body spirit model uh, and they dive a lot into relationships, uh, how to coach people through um, change and more of areas like that. So they really, we really understand that um, the behaviors that happen on the surface level have a psychological underpinning. And so these certifications really focus a lot on coaching and a lot on the psychology behind change, as well as the science behind what affects what in your life. And then do you have another certification in the fitness aspect or was that all encompassed in the, in the previous? Yes. And then I'm also a certified personal trainer through the National Strength and Conditioning Association. Did you like start out at a gym or something like that and then kind of move on to do your own thing? Uh, no, I've been freelance ever since I've started. So I've been lucky enough to have really good mentors who are already established in the fitness industry. Uh, and they've really guided me in not only my development as a trainer, but also just personal and professional development as well. So how can we, as you know, just the lay people, how can we optimize our health? Do you have any tips or tricks or things that, and I know I hate to say tricks because when it comes to it, it's really not a trick, right? But what are some things that we can implement in our life to, um, to optimize our performance? Yeah, of course. So the first step in anything is creating an awareness around your health and your wellness as well as your goals because you can't change anything if you're not aware of it. Um, so really taking a step back and being mindful of everything that's going on in your life as well as connecting the dots between A affects B affects C. So for example, I had a client who 
realized that his weight was affecting his ability to go outside and do recreational activities with his children. And so he was aware of how that affected his performance, so to say, his performance with his children. And so that's where he found me because he found a health coach who could help him lose that weight. Um, and then, so the first step is awareness. The second step is it's the little things. Everybody knows what they should be doing. Well, that's, I, always, I always tell people that if you like, if you, you know, you say, what, 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 if you want to change something in your life, what are the, what are the top five things that you would change to be healthier? And they're all the exact same. They're all the exact same. I need to eat better. I need to exercise. I need to get more sleep. You know, I mean, they're pretty much the same thing. And yet no one, no one really does it. Right. And that's why our, our health is affected by all areas. Those five things that, that people all know that they need to be doing, how can um, they actually focus on what, what do you do to get them to educate themselves and to be confident to be able to do it so that in working with, like, working with you, that they're able to accomplish what they want to instead of just dreaming about it? Yeah. So there's two main things uh, that I do because – like you said, everybody knows what they quote should be doing, but how do you get yourself to do it? Um, the first thing is break it down into smaller steps. So if you have a goal to eat vegetables at every single meal, a lot of people have this black and white thinking where it's like, I either do it or I don't, but you don't have to start there. You can literally start with the smallest step of eating just one vegetable at dinner, maybe two or three times per week. Um, and then you start to build some momentum and some, and some self-efficacy. Uh, which kind of creates a snowball effect. And then you can build on that. And then you can start to work on other aspects of health and wellness as well. And then the second technique I have to help people with that is by optimizing other areas of their life. Like you said, it's interconnected. It will affect those areas that you want to work on originally. So one thing I really like from one of my certifications that I did through the Institute for Integrative Nutrition is they separated health into primary and secondary food. And primary food is everything that's off of the plate. So these are things like your spirituality, your relationships, oh, even your work life and your physical activity. And then secondary food is everything that's on your plate. And they have a very strong argument that if you optimize your primary food, then the secondary food will fall into place because eating and sleeping, all of that happens in context. So by optimizing your mental and emotional health, you will optimize your physical health as well, which is what most people imagine when they think of health and often we do that backwards we actually focus more on the food and the exercise rather than um gaining a you know like a if, if it's a spiritual reason or just a self-commitment reason of why we're doing what we're doing you know one thing you talked about though is i think often especially women we get overwhelmed when we are trying to incorporate a new, a new lifestyle, a new fitness program, a new eating help, because it's kind of like we focus so much on other people and taking care of kids and getting the house done and all this stuff. We have kind of forgotten to take care of ourselves. And so what happens is when we start to do this, we start to get overwhelmed and all different. And, and then that's actually a scapegoat that we have to get out. But as you said, if we start to focus on that primary food, I think that's what can help women and everyone to be able to get over that overwhelmness of incorporating something new because we are actually getting back to 
really who we are and the strength where it comes from. Yeah, exactly. And health is rarely the end goal. It's, it's a means of helping you be yourself, like you said. Uh, it's helping you live the life that you want. Rarely does anybody come to me and say, I want to lose weight just to lose weight, or I want to get my cholesterol levels down just to get my cholesterol levels down. It's always a psychological or emotional motivation behind it. So for example, I mentioned a client of mine that wanted weight loss. It wasn't because he wanted to just lose weight to be healthy. He wanted to be able to live the life he wanted to live. He didn't want to feel um, like another person and not be able to go out and do things with his kids and eventually his grandkids. So what are some of the things that, um, that you do? Like, so if you're kind of explaining your program to somebody in a nutshell, what are you doing dietarily? What are you doing fitness wise? What are you doing? So just some basics so they can understand, Oh, okay. Hey, this, this, this might work for me. Yeah, of course. So it's very individualized. Um, if I told you exactly what I do, um, it'd be different for every person that I meet because everybody starts at a different place. Everybody has different goals and they all have different preferences. There are too many factors that play a role in health to have one way of doing things. But if I had to break it down in a nutshell, what I do, I help people develop habits necessary to help them reach the goals that they want to reach. That way it's this long-term sustainable change that doesn't stop as soon as my program ends. So I work with a client for about 12 weeks, but I really take pride in helping them develop a process, skills, resources necessary to help them be able to do that throughout their entire life, whatever it may be. So for example, in nutrition, um, I don't prescribe any diets. I don't hold to any dietary theory. But I do You're not like, okay, I like the keto, I like the paleo, I like this, I like that, you know, okay. No, no, not at all. And so I'll help them kind of get to their own baseline, just shifting from low quality foods to high quality foods, helping them with portion control based on how they're feeling. So instead of saying you get this amount of calories, it's more of getting in tune with their, feel, their hunger cues. And helping them develop those skills so that they can take it and run with it for the rest of their life. What do you mean by hunger cues? So, for example, your body's your best calorie counter, counter, right? So, if I'm hungry, I'm hungry for a reason. And there's nothing wrong with eating when you're hungry. But the flip side of that is stopping when you're full. And I'm, I would go far as far as to say satisfied but not stuck. So... One of my certifications, Precision Nutrition, they call it 80% full. You're satisfied, but you're not stuffed. So that's a skill that I help my clients develop is being more mindful and aware of when they're hungry and when they're satisfied. And that's a huge skill that they can take into their life. And trying to stop the snacking and different things like that. Exactly. Well, I, I have found that when we get off, for instance, like sugars, like our bodies are addicted to these sugars. And so what we do is when we get off of it, then we try to satisfy ourselves with just keep on eating. And it's like, we're never truly satisfied because we've been so used to having that sugar. And that's what our body is feeling like it's just craving at that time. And so when we do start a new, a new lifestyle change, often then we start eating even more. I kind of feel like, because we're trying to 
you know, shed these other things, but in return, we're starting to eat more. And so that's, what's really good about identifying really when it comes down to it, am I actually hungry? Because now we're dealing with the psychological part of it is that we're working off of our cravings, but now we need to work off of the psychological part and be like, am I actually really hungry or is it just because my body is trying to crave this sugar? And so if I am really hungry, maybe I might need, instead of the sugars right now, maybe I might need some fats right now or something that we can counterbalance those cravings and get them our nutrition in a different way. Yeah, yeah, I agree 100%. Like, um, change is hard in anything let alone lifestyle and the trick is not to run away from cravings because that's just going to make them worse mm -hmm. um, but it's about finding a way to satisfy those cravings in a healthy way that empowers you um, in the way that will be in line with your goals and a lot of the times that's through that primary food it's through the the fulfilling activities in your life that really give you energy because uh, nine times out of 10 from my experience with clients that I've coached, their cravings aren't a physical craving. It's a soothing mechanism for whether it's stress or an uncomfortable feeling. And they're just out of tune with those feelings. And, and so that's another. Usually the way that they've soothed them is through the sugars or the high fat um, foods that aren't very healthy well, the, for you. Well, the addictive, the addictive foods, right? You know, you, you know, if someone's a coffee drinker, if someone that, you know, eats a lot of candy or eats a lot of chocolate or whatever, or do you do a lot of gut health with your clients as well? Or do you send, refer that out? Yes, I, I do a little bit of gut health with them. Um, if they do come to me with certain concerns, but it's not my area of expertise. So if it gets to a certain point, then I will refer them out. Gotcha. So do you work with mainly men or do you also work with women? Like what are you kind of tailored towards that you feel the most confident with? Um, anybody who wants to improve their performance. So the majority of my clientele at the moment are actually athletes. Um, because when we think of performance, we usually think athletes. So right, both right. men and women or, because yes. I know, you know, we're different. You know, we can both, both of us can do a eating health protocol, whatever. And his, his body responds different than my body responds, you know? Yeah, exactly. And what works for you during your life at one point might not work for you later in your life under different circumstances. Yes. And I agree so with that individual. because with our hormones changing constantly and just living life and things like mm -hmm. that, it, it, it constantly is changing. Let's go into one other aspect um, with our time here. What are some of like the, when you do like exercise programs and stuff like that, what kind of is your baseline for your exercise and fitness that you do with patients or clients? I mean, I know this isn't a straightforward answer because there are no straightforward answers in health and fitness, but I mean, it depends. The best form of exercise is the one that you can do consistently. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I have a little bias towards strength training because uh, I do work with strength and conditioning clients. Um, but it doesn't do any good if I give a client a strength training program if they don't enjoy it. Because as soon as they're done with that, they're just gonna go right back to what they were doing before. And so I try as a health coach to help them dive deeper into different areas of physical activity that they truly enjoy and then they can do on a consistent basis. And that will be the best type of exercise for them. 
do you try to um, try to make it equal with like aerobic and anaerobic exercising or do you do you like do more of like the aerobic exercise or more of the anaerobic or is it just is it totally depend uh i mean it totally depends i mean it, ideally there would be a balance between all of that <clears throat> um so for example if i get an older client who wants to avoid falls and wants to increase flexibility i definitely would recommend a strength training program because that's going to be really good for tendon health it's going to be really good for that balance but if i get uh, on the flip side if i get a young client who is struggling with obesity i'm not going to throw them into a strength training program but maybe their goal is literally just to get up every hour and just move for five minutes so caleb you were actually on our um when we did our virtual conference virtual. our virtual conference and you had, you had two, you actually did two classes. You did an interactive class and then you also talked about um, you, the human performance. And if anybody hasn't seen those, I recommend you go and do it because he goes really deep into the human performance, but his interactive class is really awesome. And so if you haven't done that class, then I suggest you go and um, do that class. So you just go to the Be Healthy Utah dot com website and log into the 2020 um, virtual conference the virtual conference and if you've purchased it already then you can um you can just hop on there and see his class otherwise you can just purchase it and it's 47 dollars, and you get the whole conference now caleb how can people get a hold of you or what do people do to be able to work with you yeah so i do have a website it's www.mbodyhp.com uh, and so you can reach me through the there. letter m so the yes. letter m body and then the letter hp yes exactly okay. so I, uh yeah i should be more clear on that <laughs> but, i just want to make sure that people understand what it is and we'll put a link as well underneath okay awesome and then i do have an email it's simply caleb with a k at mbody again with an m hp.com okay so do they just contact you through your website or do they email you or what do they do yes so there is a there are buttons on my website that will um uh, contact me directly uh, and the a consultation is free so you can set up a free consultation with me as well and decide if this is something that would be for you um for the people who are listening to this podcast it's a 20% off for the whole 12 weeks. Um, Excellent. That's well, great. Yes. You can also follow my Instagram. I do more fitness stuff on my Instagram. It's more geared towards athletics, but it is applicable to everyday life. So. Well, thank you, Caleb, for joining us. And we're so glad that you took the time to be able to share with our audience to even, you know, just educate them and help them realize that they don't have to do this alone. They have somebody sure. there that's helping them. Yep, thanks for what you do. There's, a, there's too many people out there that need help, and hopefully this will, get, will give people an avenue, even if they can't work with you, to maybe look and find, try to find someone closer to them or whatever that they can at least help. But like you said, you do do virtual as well. So We'll have you back another time, so thanks. All right, thank you. Later, bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Be Healthy Naturally podcast, helping to make natural health care the standard, not the alternative. The more knowledge you have empowers you to make changes in your life, and because of this, your life will be elevated. Remember, your health journey is between you and your doctor. This podcast is not meant to diagnose or treat any conditions.
However, if your healthcare goals are not being met by your current healthcare provider, then take control of your health and please find a doctor who is in harmony with your healthcare goals. If this episode was helpful and if you know anyone who can benefit from our podcast, share and leave a review. Sometimes all it takes to be our best self is just to elevate our learning. Thank you.